Travelers to the Never Ending Adventure podcast. Uh, talking about Adventure Time Season 4, Episode 1 today. Hot to the touch. I am one of your co-hosts, Russell Tindall, and here with me always is the one that only... DJ Nettie P over Nettie here. Nettie Pruitt. You, you went into that one. This is the start of Season 4, man. I expected you to be like a little bit more like hyped up. I, you know, I like I was talking about a second ago, I've got this Beatles song stuck in my head and it's just so mellow and lovely and so it it really put me in that kind of a mood but i'm sure Mm -hmm. as we go further on i'll get a little bit more hyped up but we're we're talking about love today and if you're a beatles fan the song that's uh stuck in my head is i will by the beatles first i'll just read the first couple verses it's just who knows how long i loved you you know i love you still will i wait a lonely lifetime if you want me to i will and so it's just this really gorgeous melody of Paul McCartney singing along with probably an acoustic guitar. I don't I don't recall. It's just a melody that's stuck in my head, really. Um, but anyways, oh, this is Finn's, I don't know, third, fourth, fifth love of the series so far. Uh, really, it's just PB him and, or PB her and Marceline, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's something a little different about this love with Flame Princess. Okay. than it was with Princess Bubblegum. Uh, the first aspect of it, it's like, yeah, one, one, there's not that many dateable women or creatures, female creatures in Ooh that he, he can have a <laughs> yeah. relationship with. So certainly there is a dynamic of this one where it's kind of like, okay, the big thing about PB was that she was not his age. And even when she was his age, they like almost pretty much got together. And solidified yeah. it back with one big love hug. They definitely um, had a couple lovely moments, and then they kissed at the end of that before she got older again. Yeah, and yeah. then was and like, "Oh, five years ago, get out of here, Finn." Yeah, and well, and so <laughs> I think that that was some sort of aspect of like maybe not like a, like a first love, but not something. Yeah, he was crying in at the end of season three about it, and he was crying over her hair. In my opinion, it was really, really just crying over the fact that they almost had a thing and it didn't work out, and he likes her a lot. But like this n- new 18-year-old's, you know, quote-unquote 18-year-old, Princess Bubblegum, I don't think he has a crush on her. I think he really has a crush on the idea and the concept of what a relationship could be, you know? Interesting. Well, we'll, and, we'll dive a little deeper into that. I mean, that's a really yeah. fascinating... Yeah, I don't um, want to like get all too deep yeah, to kick it to off because we, we got to talk about the episode too. Totally. And and everybody listening just came back from a little break with us where we took a week off and we uh, talked about the SpongeBob movie, which came out today, which I was so excited about. Thank you, Allie, for the incredible um, artwork that she did. Just basically taking the artwork she did and making it SpongeBobified. Which yeah. is so good. I, yeah, I, I, loved I, loved, this, I loved our Shrek episode title card, but this one takes the cake easily. It's the next level, right? It's like yeah. she altered what we're wearing, made 
first off, both of us nude and then put clothes upon us. And I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm okay with your significant other just uh, digitally designing me naked over there. We literally were that. joking about that. That is so funny. We were both talking about that kind of very shortly because she was showing me what she had done to my character and your character's clothes were gone. I was like, what's what's going on with Dad? Yeah, I don't, need to, I don't need to be, uh, you know, my image to be showing up on some sort of like hentai site, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would love it if any talented travelers out there ever want to do artwork, like put us into Adventure Time or ever want to do anything like podcast related artwork, we would 100% post about it. That would just be, it would blow my mind. I'm yes, sure. Nothing, and, nothing, preferably nothing suggestive is, uh, no. is uh, where I'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> Let's not do that. Not, not yet. We got to get a little bigger before people start doing suggestive. We got to start our OnlyFans first and then we can, then we can go there, you know? Exactly. Um, <laughs> but regardless, now we got to hang out this past weekend, which was super fun. Ned was in town for work for yeah, holiday yeah. parties and it was, it was, it was a lot of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh a lot gosh, of alcohol. Yeah. It was many holiday alcohol parties and, I was on a leadership retreat, which then had a, a crazy dinner afterwards. Then we had a Christmas party. Then we went to the ballet and drank a lot of beers after the ballet. Oh, yeah. The so Nutcracker was, was incredible. Yeah. yeah I really recommend good. it. Not my rec for this week, but if you haven't gone and seen the Nutcracker at your local ballet, um, check it out. It's a, it's a good way to celebrate the holiday season. Yeah, it so definitely, this will come out, and it may be after the holiday season. So whatever. Yeah, it's so you funny. It's next it's year. funny to me because like maybe just because I never had my whole like childhood revolved around the Nutcracker in Christmas. Um, so even after leaving it, like the ballet, I was like, it, I didn't. It doesn't feel super Christmassy, you know. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. There is a whole winter scene, but I guess they do spring as well. I don't know if that's all Nutcrackers or just the one that we saw. No, yeah, I think they all have some sort of dynamic it. of like multiculture dances and stuff like that. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe so. But then the Nashville one's very cool and unique. Yeah. Well, it was great and a very fun weekend. Excited to get back in the podcast thing and we'll move on to 2023 talking season four. And yeah, let's get into it. Hot to... Hot to the touch. It's Hot to back touch. right where we left off season three. Ben getting slapped in the face by his new crush that he has, Flame Princess. Yeah, and I did. We get to I learn did a little wanna, bit more about her. It's, I did want to like even take a moment. They they led in with this season with playing about with the last like six to eight seconds of the last episode from season three. Yeah, they you needed the context. Yeah, they didn't do that for. Um, Mortal Folly and Mortal Recoil. They kind of like, remember like Mortal But it Recoil. wasn't a season break. It was just the next week, I suppose. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's 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 what we, yeah, because that was, a, a, that's the only other like two-parter we've had. But gosh, um, dang, that would have been, like I said, like the best season break because I think we had talked yeah. about that where that's where I wanted the season to end and pick back up. But yeah, sadly it did not. But regardless, yeah. dude, I, I, this episode's great. I think I'm going to have a lot of fun talking about this one. And yeah. there's a lot of good laughs. And Finn and Jake off the bat talking about something that I constantly am having this conversation with Allie about where Finn says, shut your dirty mouth. And Jake kind of realizes, <laughs> yeah, I guess I kind of do have a dirty mouth. In my <laughs> opinion, I, I don't really love being licked by the dog. You know, I, I had a dog growing up that would not lick anybody, just sniffed. 
And I got used to that. And Allie is constantly saying like, dogs lick their or lick wounds, like their mouth is cleaner than human mouths. And I can't for the life of me believe that. There's no way. I, I believe it at its core, but I don't think we've ever had our dog's teeth professionally cleaned either. And his breath just always smells like two-day-old shrimp. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's uh, might be clean. It doesn't mean it's not stinky though. I've seen this dog lick its own butt before. I'm I'm okay not getting licked in the face. Regardless, <laughs> that was a funny moment with Finn and Jake where Jake was just like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. My mouth does kind of stink or is a little dirty. A little dirty mouth. Well, yeah, we, we always talk about Jake's dog-isms. And I was like, that, that's a dog-ism of this episode for sure. Yeah. Besides, yeah, because uh, flying around in a giant metal robot is not a dog-ism. Yeah, it's certainly not at all. Yeah, it is. The episode almost went mech. Like it kind of did for a little bit there. It went mechs. And of course, it brought back a character that I am not the biggest fan of. I could not believe they brought back Neptor after three seasons. This yep. son of a gun comes back into our lives. And I can only hope temporarily, but he no, is he's- just so about Finn still, just absolutely loves him. He was playing hide-and-go-seek, and how how long was he hiding for, Ned? Do you have that? It was, uh, 15 I don't have it months, down, something, four 15 days months. and nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> a it was whole a, year. <laughs> I, I love that, though, because that was like, even though we only had one episode with Neptor previously, that was so much of like a part of his personality to be like, yes, absolutely, creator. Like, Yeah, do a little he, weird robot totally, rapper Finn. Also, yeah, and he's hiding down in their, I guess, where they toss all their trash. So it's kind of cool. Like we also get to see, like, yeah, there's no like trash guys in Ooh or no, <laughs> yeah. you know, well, I guess most, you know, most of these kingdoms half the time are pretty much everything's biodegradable, like candy kingdoms, berry kingdoms, hot dog kingdoms, and That's true. Uh, Finn and Jake are are just. Uh, you know, they just create waste. So I was like, okay, that makes they have a little dump under their house, maybe like kind of fertilizing some soil, I guess. But yeah. And we even went into speaking of the different kingdoms, the kingdom that we had visited previously. So you're bringing back Neptor. And in this episode, you're also bringing back the Goblin Kingdom, mm-hmm. which is where the Goblin King, who you know, all the spanking was happening, Zer- we get no spanks in this episode. Zergiat, there you go. And of course, I could only assume that the reason we're not getting any spanks happening in this episode are whisper is whisper Dan, right? Yeah. He must be doing I, a great job ruling this kingdom. I was going to be super like a, a really, I guess, super meta adventure time thing would have been like, if they went to the goblin kingdom, flame princess was fighting whisper Dan and then whisper Dan helps them take her down because he would also, in my opinion, he would be fireproof, you know, cause he was like this mechanical robot type thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he definitely would be. That would have been a great way to bring him back. But Whisper Dan was even, he's not even a robot, right? He's just not alive in any way. I can't recall. I'm sorry. It's been he, a minute he was like, since I revisited that. He was like, I guess, a butler type entity in the Goblin Kingdom, but he was like doing all the cranks and like every time they would crank something, like a door would open or the beds okay. were sliced in half with the sword. So I would That's assume right. it's something mechanical. Yeah, you do get some of the best laughs from the goblins in this episode with the, the goblin running across the screen with the melon on fire and he's just like, 
melon burning melons for sale or, or whatever it is that he's running with. <laughs> yeah. and the uh, the cart moment where Jake destroys his cart. He's like, my cart. I was born in that cart. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't say that there was a a, a mistake in the episode because he said he was born in that cart. But in the Zergiak episode, he does have uh, show them the royal goblin birthing pits. And they are technically born out of the pit. So okay. a little, probably a little error there. Maybe a little inconsistency. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> I just thought, yeah, that was like one of my factoids of the week. And I was like, you know what? That is like an inconsistency. Yeah. Well, it's it's just a funny moment, man. There's There are several funny moments in this episode. And that one definitely stuck out to me. And of course, Ben and uh, Flame Princess, I guess we'll get into her a little bit in a minute here. But when she's like, oh, you're you're a water elemental, like my opposite. And the reason she's claiming he's a water elemental is because he's creating tears. He's, he's creating water. Yeah, he's creating. And she's well, just like, you just cry. Not, you cry all the time. You cry all the time. <laughs> I thought that was such a burn on Finn that he just like, he hated that she said that. Oh, dude, that was my tops of the episode. And actually, Allie pointed out that I'm pretty sure Finn's father in the episode, the second dungeon episode, he says, Finn, like you're a crybaby, like you just won't shut up, you won't stop crying. Yeah. And this is maybe that brought in like a it was a deeper burn than she even knew. Ooh, yeah. It was yeah. it was a deeper burn because of yeah, actually really because of that dungeon part two episode. So Yeah. Um, and he I doesn't want to be he doesn't want and that maybe that's part of this whole like Finn growing up aspect is season one, he was like, I'm the rough and tough boy. Like beat me up. I just want to fight. And that's three episodes right at the end of season three and into season four where he's crying, but he doesn't like that he's crying or he doesn't like that he's this emotional, but he is. And it is what makes him a much better sympathetic, empathetic type hero character. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think a lot of, or at least for her, a lot of her power seems to stem from her emotions. You know, like... It they is, are yeah, young, very much they so. are growing, and they will uh, mature emotionally. But at the moment, they're both kind of at that same emotional maturity, um, which is fascinating to see. Even though I think in the wiki, it mentioned that she was technically 16 years old. Interesting. Yeah, well, and we do actually, they confirmed that, um, I think they said sometime, the late season three, I'm trying to remember which episode it was, is when Finn turns 14. So he is officially, because Neptor actually helped us timestamp this with if he's been gone for like 15 months. And uh, I watched somebody, they actually like painted the whole picture out. And so Finn would have just turned 14. We never got to see that birthday, I don't think. Oh, man. Okay. Well, that's cool, though. It's good to know. Again, I love that. I love that he's grown with us. I love that, like the show is getting more mature. He's more okay with crying, even though he claimed to have been knocked out <laughs> yeah i don't know this seemed like an excuse you, to be like i don't what happened i i got knocked yeah. out and she's just like oh you're crying like crazy dude you're a wimp um yeah. but it did make me realize oh maybe i'm a water elemental as well um well i was gonna say <laughs> there are so in adventure time there are four elementals and i was like i wanted to stop and pause for a moment for all the fans out there that she i think this is the first introduction that she says the word Fire, I am the fire elemental. And that's a big the deal. The fire She's, elemental? She, I guess a fire a. elemental. Okay. 
but that's she doesn't I know. The, I don't think she knows that. what that means quite yet. Okay. Um, however, there is not a water elemental. Um, there's an ice elemental, so I can imagine you know who that is. Um, hmm. But that's kind of the opposite. Of so again, though princess, the so. so is there other fire elementals or is she the one the singular fire elemental? Yeah, and it's in a bit of a spoiler drop here. She is the fire elemental. Okay, um, cool. I like it. We're we're gathering. I think that's probably a, an important thing at some point in this show. Mm-hmm. If I had to yeah. to guess, yeah. Well, well, I wanted our fans to just have a little minute that they introduced the whole elemental aspect. Uh, as early as season four. Okay. So we'll let that, we'll let that fester for a little while. We'll let that not spoil the people that are watching it through for the first time. Yeah, cool. Well, Finn very non-figuratively gets burned right in that moment, right? She has this empathy for him. We're at the end of the episode, if you're curious mm-hmm. of what's going on. And she's like, oh, like, Let's hug, or I can't remember how that exactly happens, but basically, Flame Princess is like, you would defy nature for me. Like, you're a water elemental, I'm a a fire elemental, you'd defy nature. And Finn gets burned. He straight up gets burned in a very literal sense. And she says goodbye, Finn, and and scurries off. That was that had some complexity just in, in how they really did the body language in that scene is that he says, I would defy nature for you. And then she's gotcha. the one that actually, you know, she stops and thinks, and then she goes in for the hug, and he hugs her back, and then he he immediately pushes her away because she burned because him. The, and then yeah. you see all of a sudden her face, she's just really sad again. Mm. So it was tough. She opened up to him emotionally. Like, she was going to be like, we can make this work. And then the second they even tried for one second, it didn't work. And so that's why she was like, bye. So yeah. it's 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 not over yet like there is more flame princess to come along okay but good we i mean i'm i'm backing up a little bit here because we have to kind of go back to season three and understand the context that she's coming out of and one why she behaves the way that she does in this episode yeah and how that kind of sets it up for a lot of like her and finn's relationship and why is she's she, so innocent, exactly, you know? Yeah, What's the innocence factor is that she's been locked away forever. And the only thing she knows is, like, fire kingdom, fire, and pretty much, like, war and destruction because her, the Flame King, as you could probably kind of pick on, like pick up on, is he's a little bit of a, just like, I'm a here-to-conquer-the-lands type king. Like, don't cross me or I'll kill you type king. Um, so that's the only thing she knows. So. That's why when you see her getting upset and saying, you're trying to hurt me, I'm going to kill you. Hey, there's this kingdom. It's going to be my fire kingdom now. It's like, it's evil, quote unquote, but in her mind, it's just normal. So, you know, that's that's the first big factor of it. Yeah, yeah, you know. totally. Well, it's, it's interesting if Finn is immediately from the gun basically says to Jake, like, she's not evil. I peeped beyond her burning gaze and noshed hot lunch mm-hmm. with her soul. She's I was going to say, that was, uh, that was my tops of the episode. That's your tops? That's a great noshed tops. hot lunch with her soul. I was yeah. like, that's incredible. It's like the most Finn way to get deep and emotional. That it's means amazing, so much dude. more. Yeah. And 
And he always, uh, I mean, think about it. He always talked about how it meant so much when he and Princess Bubblegum ate spaghetti together in the woods on their like fake date. Remember? Yeah. And so Finn using noshed hot lunch with your soul is kind of like him going, the most romantic thing I've ever done in my life is, is have a spaghetti date for two minutes. So good. I even was going to look up noshed and urban dictionary that have a urban dictionary segment, but it's too much. I'm not, I'm not going to say what the first definition was for Nosh. Oh, so let's, no. yeah, let's just oh. move on. But then she also, Finn also describes her as innocent. Look at mm. her. She's innocent. Like the steam off a puppy's nose searching for ham in the snow, which is just so, to which Jake a, responds, a hilarious moment. Jake responds with, <laughs> you drop ham one time. And you never hear the end of it. You never hear the end of it. <laughs> It was that was so funny. So I have yeah. written down Flame Princess is dot 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 evil. She's passionate. She's innocent. She's burning cute little flowers. I mean, she's a cute little flower. <laughs> yeah. Was, she is a it was great. Burnt, burnt cute little flower. That was her like but, discovering um, too, right? She's been, like you said, locked up in a cage and she's discovering like what is out there. It's it's very much the Susan Strong thing where she doesn't know what she can do necessarily or what's going to be mm-hmm. burnable, perhaps. Well, yeah, and you really see that moment when she just takes her hand and dunks it into the pond, and she's like, ow, that hurts. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess she's, like, never seen water before. Maybe she's yeah, heard of it, but, like, she's never seen it. She's never seen what a pond looks like before. So I think that that's kind of wild in that sense. And it really makes you understand a little bit more why she reacts to Finn the way she does. Uh, it's interesting. Point, it's, it's the way that we responded on the playground when you touched a hot slide, right? You got burned mm-hmm. for the first time as a, a preschooler. Like, you didn't know any better. It's just a slide. But the heat, man, it, it burns you. She's just the opposite of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we I are say, water I, elementals. <laughs> I loved him. We are water elementals. I'm going to use that. I am the water elemental now. I love it. Um, but I loved what, to, to your point, too. That's like the evil, uh, well, the discovery aspect, her innocence. And then uh, you said that sh- her powers seem to stem a lot from her emotions. Yeah, um, totally. Which I love that you bring that up because one of the kind of like uh, really, wouldn't say really big deal, but a big fire princess episode later on comes when Princess Bubblegum tries to get in the way of this relationship going on. Because oh, and this, is, man. this is a spoiler. This no, this is a spoiler because like it's one episode. Know, it's not but, anything uh, canon changing. It's my um, theoretically speaking is what it oh, is. Oh okay, no 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 yeah. Do your. I, I'll I'll either if you really really don't want to know, I won't spoil it for you. But well, well you can. Important. But you're just t- you're touching my theoretically speaking already. No, so no, no, I wanna, let I me do this real fast. Yeah. So basically my thought was, and I already had this written down. So I'm not taking whatever uh, Ned just said. Um, when I'm thinking about this or when I'm saying this, I'm not taking that um, as part of what I'm saying. So essentially, PB is not going to be happy about Finn spending all his time with Flame Princess, is my theoretically speaking. Uh, and it's likely that she'll find some sort of a dirt on Flame Princess or she, as PB, PB does, will create some sort of a disaster that only her brave, strong knight would be able to save her and the kingdom from. Ooh, you you are like right there up until the very end. Ah, um, okay. But it's it's in the flip side. This this episode coming up in the future is 
He is hitting it off with Flame Princess. She's fully run away from home. She's got a place to stay, um, which I think is weirdly at the base of Boom Boom Mountain, honestly. Uh, and PB comes into the way and is basically like, if she gets too emotional and that moment will come if you guys kiss, um, she will heat up so hot that she'll burn through the core of the earth. Wow. Um, so she, really? so, and then Finn gets all, like super mad at Princess Bubblegum and was like, and he's like, bro, you had your chance. Like, what are you doing? You're ruining this for me. So Finn sees it as her trying to, like you said, create the catastrophe. Uh, does she know or, that that will actually happen with Flame Princess? Yes, she does in theory know. So, oh, but then there man. are also future, like way future episodes. That, that one's coming up, I think, relatively soon. Um, but there okay. are future, future episodes where like PB like just doesn't like her like at all. And it's not, yeah. and it has a lot to do, I think, with the Finn thing. Yeah, I just noticed she becomes this giant flame titan when she gets really, really pissed off or she's just so mm -hmm. confused. She's feeling like Finn is playing with her emotions and constantly leading him leading her on, saying, like, you're beautiful, then trying to put out the flames that she has on the ground, which hurt her. So she's she's, you know, at the end when she's in the goblin kingdom, she's at her maddest and she just goes full flame titan mode. And it really resembles, I want to say, I wanted to say at least Marceline, but I may be thinking of a different character because Marceline obviously has different forms um, that we have seen from her, but perhaps mm -hmm. it's a, a different character that has something very similar that I'm blanking on at the moment. Um, I'm trying to, I don't know. I don't think so. No, uh, I guess Gumball just, Guardians, Marceline when she grows really big. Which yeah. I guess, you know, similar to that. And then Marceline's dad has another form as well. Oh, yeah. His rip your mouth open, weird <laughs> souls yeah. in my throat mode. Also, Finn totally rips open Neptor at the end there when he exits out of Neptor. Fortunately, it wasn't Neptor's like face, but it's like the yeah, backside I think of Neptor's Neptor body. Was just the helmet. I do think they built the suits and Neptor was like the power helmet. It looked you know? to me like he kind of ripped the helmet like almost in half on like the back side of it, maybe. Oh. But Neptor wasn't mad. He's totally just, oh, you also, know, you still have yeah, me. If, Don't worry about it. Neptor's probably got a ton. Again, this is why Neptor's my lovely of the episode. No, is he yeah, really? He is. First of all, he's got the best joke, which is when he sticks his arm out and he's like, you can't tell, but I'm giving a thumbs up right now. Okay. He's totally like lets the hide and seek thing like fall off his shoulder. Doesn't know, I guess. And he's got powers enough or ability enough to build fireproof suits that have like guns and all this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, y'all like y'all should have been tapping into Neptor's abilities a long time ago here. Like, yeah, they should have looked into that some, a little bit. Yeah. He's got a lot more depth than just throwing, you know, never ending pies. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm going to need to take a little break if we're going to talk about Neptor as our lovely because, yes, I mean, he's not will. mine. I can't believe they brought him back. Um, but I do think there are going to be fans that love Neptor, so I don't want to harsh on him too much because, you know, no, that's fine. It's okay to like he, Neptor. I know why you don't or why you didn't because he was kind of annoying in the first episode yeah. we see him. He grows on you. That's for sure. Okay. All right. Well, maybe right, like the Ice King, he'll grow on me a little bit. I, th I think so. I think so. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the 2022 Hide and Seek World Championships. I'm your host, DJ Netty P, and this year we've got a real nail biter. It's been eight months, and so far in the game, we still have Neptor, Ice King, Sergiok, and Magic Man still hiding and seeking. Tune in next week for another riveting update, as probably nobody will have been found yet anyway, but we're going to make it an entertaining sport no matter how hard I have to announce and use this voice. And welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. My name is DJ Nettie P. I need to, I need to nail, nail that voice down a lot better, I feel like. <laughs> What's up, y'all? I'm, I'm Russell. We're here. Yeah, I'm we're still here. on that. I still got that Beatles song stuck in my head, so I'm, I'm, we're going to do a, two recordings tonight. I'm going to do my best to to bring it, bring it a little bit more on this next one because the next one needs it. Yeah, this the is next a, one needs a little dang flair, good episode. A little, this is too. <laughs> it's too good. It makes me want to talk too deep about stuff, and that that makes me yeah. That's okay. Want to want to ask like, you know, we've all been fourteen. We've all had crushes on girls. Is there anything like I related with Finn on this one, especially when I was like in sixth grade? I had a, a kind of a moment, not as creepy and stalkery as Finn. I don't think, but um. In this episode, when he's like, I, I saw you and I like you and I think that we should be together. Like, he just like get, goes out and like says it really fast. And I don't know. Did you have like a middle school, like <laughs> funny, awkward little crush moment like that? Yeah, dude. I mean, I definitely have had moments where I was like, oh, I'm crushing, especially earlier on in life in middle school, kind of like what you were saying. There were girls that I, I had a for sure crush on, but I was never as bold as Finn is in this episode. And of the many things that he does wrong in this episode, he, in my opinion, is at least forward about his emotions and straightforward about what his intentions are and the fact that he likes her and he wants to date her or see what's going on, why he feels this, this way about her. But I was always of the mindset of like, Dan, that's a, that's a really cute girl that I'm probably just going to be friends with the, this class and never actually make a move of any kind because what if it hurt our friendship that I do not have still with these people, you know? So yeah, that was always my issue. I, w- I wasn't bold enough in middle school to, to go after a crush, but what about yourself? Yeah, no, I mean my first crush ever, I wasn't as like brazen and bold about it. It was sixth grade. So like only one other person had ever told a girl that they had like liked her like that. Um, in my class before. In your and class, so, yeah. Um, Never went to a very I, small private school. I did. Too, I think even curious. at that point, there's probably all of like 40, 45 kids in my class. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was tiny. It was tiny. But <laughs> so we go small. on this outdoor classroom. I have a crush on this girl. And my buddy had told the girl that he liked um, like a month before that he liked her. And so everybody like in the class was all like... They pretty much knew yeah, I did. So they, they bring, we were on this outdoor classroom trip. They, there's a little gazebo at the 4-H center in Jekyll Island, Florida or Jekyll Island, Georgia. <laughs> and they like, there's like seven girls around her. And then like three guys pull me into the gazebo. And they're like, wait. And I just go, I'm like so emotionally charged. And I'm like, Haley, I like you. You should know that. And then I walk away. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That is the so most my fun moment, moment that either one of us has probably ever had in our entire lives. I've yeah. never done anything that I could think of that is quite that Finn-esque, but yeah. I've definitely now, had some some moments. There, There is a flip side to the coin that I'm sure you probably felt in this episode is that he is so fixated 
on his own emotions. And he just, this is all coming off the heartbreak of PB and he was crying over the bubblegum hair that I don't think he takes a minute to think about if, if she wants this, you know, he wants it so bad that, you know, he runs up to her, he's hurting her. He is not really doing anything to get to know her or like, why are you doing this? Where did you come from? Let me help you. He's oh, yeah. just he's, pursuing he's her creep, and like, be right? with me, be with me right now. Like, tell me you're going to be with me right now. And I'm like, dude, chill. Like, he's so like, he has done so many better like adventures where he helps people and he gets to know them. He understands their circumstances. And it's almost kind of like he loses himself a lot in this episode and, and kind of becomes this different person. Oh, he's totally blinded by the emotions that he's feeling. He yeah. he becomes creepy. I mean, he's my most punchable character of this episode. Mm -hmm. I mean, in that one scene earlier on when he calls her beautiful, he's kind of being creepy. He's watching her. He was like waiting for the right moment for him to kind of come out of the bushes and, and say something. And then after he steps on her flame and she leaves, she runs and leaves, he pursues her and he's like, I guess now I'm technically chasing you. Haha, <laughs> isn't that yeah. so funny? You know, like, no, Finn, that's, it's not cool. You know, I don't no. know. He's just got certain moments where he crosses the line a few too many times in this episode and he just needs to give her space. And as I was talking with Allie about this, it is interesting that opposites, like opposites attract right or whatever mm -hmm. you you hear that being said and and them two in this episode are posed sort of as elemental opposites not not truly but yeah sort star of cross lovers too is like the the like but, stereotypical thing yeah romeo and juliet right but love shouldn't be that hard i don't yeah. think love no, should no, be no, a no. lot easier than that and if if it is that difficult there might be a, an issue that that needs to be addressed or talked about at some point. And Finn has a very difficult love that he's going after. I mean, every time from here on out, whenever they hang out, he's going to have to wrap up uh, yeah. for protection. <laughs> as, we, as we all should. Yeah. Yeah. Next time they hang for protection, he's going to have to wrap up. <laughs> so, oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's the, the life lesson here. Um, no, 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 it's, no, it's, it's, not, it's not the live lesson. Oh my the gosh. No, it's, it's this one. And, and <laughs> it, it, it goes off of what you're saying and it shouldn't be this hard. It's a matter though. I think there's an aspect of it that's, you know, it's real. And I think Finn knows it's real because the very last line of the episode, he goes, Jake was like, how was that? And he goes, it hurts. And mm -hmm. I think, I mean, Finn was kind of, pseudo hurt by princess bubblegum but it was nothing that she did it was like circumstantial um and he smiles though when he says it hurts because he's kind of like i think he he it's it's that moment where i'm like that's kind of a beautiful thing of like relationships hurt but you know like your emotions are true when you can let someone else into your life so much where they can hurt you like that you know even if it's yeah a good hurt even if it's a bad hurt even if it's a physical <laughs> burning pain, um, he's she's yeah, in his but, life now, and it hurts emotionally because she doesn't want to be with him right now. But you I know, don't think you should have to go so far as to deny na or defy nature to be no, with someone. No, it's yeah, like not be who you truly are, or yeah, if there's a, like a lot of things that 
that are star crossing enough and you're like that it's not going to work you know i think i'm of the mindset at this point in my life as someone in their late 20s where i kind of feel like there isn't like a singular the one perfect person for you it's kind of one of those things where there are a lot of people that you might be able to make it work some that you'll be able to make it work a whole lot better with than others and then of course there is a little bit of the like spiritual like uh God has a purpose. We're not going to get too deep into that stuff, but that is somewhere in the back of my mind that like, well, doesn't that contradict that thought as well? I don't know, but I just think like there are people that you can make it work with. Maybe Flame Princess is that for Finn, but it seems to me like there are other people that it wouldn't be you define nature to end up with, right? Like find yeah. someone that you love that you have a lot in common with that over time you will find that you would do anything for and Finn's, he's just got that like hot burning love thing from the gun. Mm-hmm. And that's not always yeah. best. The high, high highs and low lows. I've been there in a, in a relationship and it's, it's stressful and your mental health and physical health, like take a toll because of that. Yeah. Well, you can see it's already taken a toll on Finn's mental health, physical health. Yeah. Across no the doubt. Board. Yeah. But no, I know what you mean in, in a sense that like love should be when I met my wife, like that was the thing I was like, this is hanging out with her. Doesn't feel like work. Finding time to spend with her. Doesn't feel like work. Spending time with her. Doesn't feel like work. Like I've always um, kept in mind something you said to me a few years ago too, where you mentioned, you know, when you're going to say something mundane and boring, like going to the grocery store, I call it the grocery store test. And that's how I knew I was going to marry. My wife was like, we dated, we'd been dating for probably a year and a half at this point. Um, I just moved to LA and um, she was out there with me for a little bit of time. And when we left, I was like, let's be realistic. Like you've got a year and a half, almost two years left of college. I'm going to be in LA. Like I really want to make this work every day by day. I will make it work. But if it doesn't, like we just need to, you know, be prepared. We got a lot of life left to live and we're young. And then I had the grocery store aspect happen to me where I went to the grocery store and I was like, this is like the most boring task. And I was like, why have I, am I just noticing that I don't like this? Because I was like, I, every other time I'd go with Jackie in college and we'd go to the store together and it was fun. And it's those little mundane things that you like doing together. And I was like, that was my like kicker. I was like, okay, yep, I'm going to move back and I'm going to marry her. Yeah, dang. So that's my life. Well, that's Ned's life. That's my that's <laughs> Ned. Now you guys know me a little bit better. Yeah, a little bit better. But no, it's it's interesting. I mean, kind of against your point, to a degree, Finn has that moment where he's flying in on the mech into mm-hmm. the kingdom. And he, which goes against his heroing. Jake proposes, let me just rewind a touch. Jake proposes, like, what, are you going to go after the love for the screwball dame or be a hero or be a hero. Yeah. And being a hero is who Finn is. He's like, okay, fine. Let's go get mech suits. Um, or find a way to withstand the fire and let's go confront her. And then as Finn's flying in, he has this moment where he's just happy that she's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He just, he's happy that she's okay. Despite the fact that she's burning down the goblin kingdom, like to ashes. Yeah. And that's like, it's yeah, it's funny because he does stop. Um, and they have a way to extinguish her and they have a way to save the goblin people. And Finn chooses her over the goblin people. 
Yeah. So he he does he even though he has the moment where he's like, we're gonna go build mech suits, then all of a sudden he was he was gonna let the goblin kingdom burn. Uh, if she hadn't stopped on her own, I don't yeah, think I think he would have just given up. Wasn't happy, he wouldn't have been happy about it, and he probably would have gone from wanting to be a hero to just like let's make sure that she's okay. And F these goblin people, I'm sorry that your kingdom's burning and your cart's broken and you were born in the cart or you weren't born in the cart, (laughs) whatever the case may be. Um, It's an interesting moment, certainly, to see Fen take kind of, you know, the the woman is the priority and like the crush is the priority, you know. We've had those moments, I mean, with friends or whatever, where we get distracted and we're like, well, especially early on when you first start dating people, and your friends take a back seat. It, it's just, it's part of life. And then has a weird moment where he's just straight up like thinking solely about this crush that he has and he can't think of anything else. Yeah. And it's yeah, kind of sweet in a way. It, it's No, it's sweet. It's sweet. And it's definitely like, we always talk about how Finn is changing through this show. And this is now the first moment we've seen him be like, I'm the girl's more important than the adventure girl's more important than being the hero. And you know, that's, that's chivalrous and good in some moments and not others, but yeah, you're uh, go back to your original point, like loving someone. It shouldn't have to be at the, (laughs) the extent of, do I let these people die or do I, you know, pursue my crush like that? Like love shouldn't be that hard. No, not at all. But I do think even back to what we were saying in the beginning of this episode, we're just doing a lot of callbacks Ben <laughs> definitely likes baddies. <laughs> like Princess yeah. Bubblegum is problematic. I mean, like he, yeah, he he I think he likes it just like the strong, the strong independent woman type. Yeah. Marceline though has her issues, though less so than Princess Bubblegum. And Flame Princess, I could only deem her potentially as chaotic neutral. She's just like free spirit. She's individual, mm-hmm. but she is thinking totally of herself over the what is it good or is it right is it wrong for me to be doing what i'm doing in her mind she's like i gotta get a flame kingdom and I, it doesn't matter how i get it i'm just thinking like she's chaotic this whole episode yeah and she she turns into chaotic she may not good. be evil but she yeah. seems chaotic neutral for me and this first like appearance this episode and last episode of flame princess yeah yeah, yeah. and she, you see her develop from chaotic neutral to like just good good you know, which is a good, yeah. like her good character development for sure. But she's, she's certainly a little bit of a baddie. I, I wonder, <laughs> baddie sounds like a more of a physical dis- description of these girls, but um, I oh, wonder yeah. what when, Finn's when other crushes Finn, are going to be like with the Fortress Wizard. The, oh, the um, Huntress Wizard. Huntress, Huntress Wizard. Wizard. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like one of my favorite little Finn moments of like the entire show is when him and Huntress Wizard have a moment. Oh, that's cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that one for sure. All right. Well, I did have to say on the, I guess when we were talking about the mech suits and it made me think about this and I was like, I can't talk about that. I had a Jake mistake of this episode. Oh, And it was, I think it was, I want to bring it up because it's a big one. It's the fact that they, Flame Princess goes off and they want to build these mech suits that are fireproof. However, Jake just came back from the Flame Kingdom and Flambeau did the spell to make him a fireproof. So I was like, why in the world would they go back and dig through trash to build fire suits if Jake knows in the back of his head, like, yeah, maybe like he did kind of leave things poorly with the fire kingdom. <laughs> like 
to some degree kind of left them poorly. Mm. But he, they were like, uh, my first suggestion would have been like, hey, I know this Flambeau guy and, you know, Finn knows Flambeau too. And be like, Flambeau can help us be fireproof. I would have gone with that route. And also... Yeah, it seems a little if, easier. If Finn's trying to like hug her or touch her or, you know, whatever, then I would have gone with like the Flambeau fire suit over a mech suit, you know? Yeah, certainly. I think at that point, their mindset was, we need to go take her down and save the kingdom. And it just so happened that they came upon Neptar. But I totally agree. I don't know why they didn't go with their first thought from the last episode, which was maybe there's a, a certain like amount of downtime between spell casts or something like that. And also, yeah, I, I'm where is Flambeau? Flambeau's back at the Fire Kingdom, probably. Yeah, well, I have no idea how far it is, but... That, yeah, it throws me off for the rest of the show. They don't, they bring it back up with Cinnamon Bun, but they, but Finn, he wraps himself like a burrito in one episode in, in aluminum foil and another gotta one, uh, gotta wrap up. Uh, another one, like Princess Bubblegum has these like fire, like space suits that allow them to go into the Flame Kingdom. So I'm like, but we never go back to like, Flambeau could just use his blue spit on you like all the time, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just <laughs> imagine her wearing sense. like flame mitts or, or uh, oven mitts or something like that to touch Finn. Yeah, I don't know why episode, that's in my head. There is an episode where she wraps her hands in aluminum foil and she's in the treehouse and they lay out aluminum foil all over the couch while they're like eating Golly. breakfast. So. Is that all in this season or is this kind of relationship with Flame Princess go on for a few seasons? It goes on for... Because it's... they don't immediately start dating after this. So it's like, we don't get a flame princess follow-up. I think we maybe get one. I haven't looked at all the seasons since we wrapped up season three. Um, But I think if I'm not mistaken, it might go into season six. Um, And they're still kind of flinging it. They having a little fling, like dating, dating in season six. Interesting. Okay. So, but anything else, like I was wondering, um, there's a couple of fun things that I, I found through the episode, um, that I want, that I just was like, you know, had little moments. One was Neptar. Um, one was the fact, uh, a little, a little Nettie's factoid here that this was the fourth most watched episode of Adventure Time. Okay. Wow. But more than that, the ones that were above it are more surprising from, you know, if we were to do like a wrap up of like our favorite episodes. Um, and I say fourth most watched like at the time, um, like when it was released. The first was Burning Low. So the end of season three, Fiona and Cake, and then Conquest of Cuteness of all of them, the opening to season three. Hmm. So I thought wait, that was very- The end of in- season three, Burning Low, is it Insidium, the end of season three? Oh, wait, then which one was, sorry, Burning Low, um, and that might have been the Susan Strong episode, right? I'm not sure. I can't, I can't remember, because they had the, the love gloves and the flame. But regardless, I was like, they're very interested in the fact that like this no, was- burning, um, burning Low is season four, episode 16, so we're going to get to that one soon. Okay, okay, we're getting to that one soon. I was wondering, I was like, I know that was a Flame Princess episode, but I, I forgot the last one was Incendium. Yep. Um, so that was funny. And another fun fact um, is Jake's line, I feel like I could touch the heavens and sock angels 
maybe a reference to the PlayStation game Xenogears, hmm. the game uh, where you pilot a giant robot. But the tagline of the game was "Stand tall and shake the heavens." Oh, nice. So, you I, know that mech suit of his reminds me a lot of Faye Valentine's uh, spaceship in Cowboy Bebop. It's a very similar kind of like four arms or like a couple mm-hmm. arms. I don't, it's been a minute since I've watched it, but that's just what was stuck in my mind yeah. while we were watching this. Well, Ned, do you have any lessons for us to wrap up this episode? And then naturally, I think we have a traveler's log that we can get into. Yeah, absolutely. So my first one is, if you like someone a lot, you're going to blow it if you come on too strong. That's one. Like, be bold, but don't be creepy. Um, and then sometimes caring about somebody doesn't just mean getting with them. It doesn't just mean being in a relationship with them. I think that Finn really could have um, taken time to be like, what do you need? How can I help you? What can I do to to like make this crazy pivotal moment in your life a little bit better? And the best way he could have loved her in that moment was to be like, hey, let's calm down. Let's help you out. How are you doing? How can I not hurt you? Um. (laughs) <laughs> You're like, can yeah, we let's find learn you a something home? about each other? Let's learn yeah, to totally. this. And, and he's just like, he, I was like, I'm not even going to talk to you unless you tell me you want to be with me right now. You know? So that's, that's the, I think a lot, uh, it, I guess not even a deep lesson, but caring about somebody is not just being like, we're boyfriend, girlfriend, we're, we're together. So we care yeah. about each other. I like that. What about yours? Well, that's a good lesson. Uh, I learned that I'm a water elemental. And then <laughs> I posed the question to you, Ned. What kind of elemental are you? Because I know you don't cry. I'm a I'm a bourbon elemental. You're a bourbon elemental. <laughs> a yeah, whiskey elemental. That that cry, like you just cry all the time. Moment also reminds me of if anyone's a fan of Ninja Sex Party, which is one of my favorite bands. They've got a song they came out with called "Danny Don't You Know," and there's a line in that the whole song's about like Danny, my younger self. Like you're gonna be so cool. Like you're super awesome on the inside. Just you wait. And then the crowd has a chanting moment where they're just like, Dan's a super awesome guy. He cries nearly all the time. And Dan's like, why? He goes, he cries and cries and cries and cries. It's that's, <laughs> I don't know why, but that's what he it cries, reminded cries, me of. Uh, it's an say, awesome hey, song. I'm becoming a nerd more, anthem. I'm becoming more of a, of a water elemental. I found the movie that does it to me like oh. big time. Yeah. Um, it, it, and I guess, yeah, I'll wrap this into my rec for the week is yeah, was, everything everywhere all at once. If you've seen that movie, man, I it, haven't seen that yet. Oh, it it is really weird the first time you watch it. But like, I think I've seen it two or three times now. And the one scene, the one I think everybody knows who's seen it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But with the dad, I just ball like a baby. And all so right. like. I okay. think the last time we watched it, I looked at Jackie and I was like, I'm ready to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. I do want to watch that movie because oh, yeah. I remember it's, it's how hyped that was. It's a beautifully done movie. Really great in terms of action meets really, really deep thoughts meets absolute absurdity. Cool. So it's really cool. Yeah, my rec this week is Wednesday. Oh, is that good? It's, dude, it is so good. I did not know that we all needed to care so much about the Adams family, but I am in on the Adams family and Adams family properties. And Wednesday by Adams the, family Tim Burton, values. right? What? What did you say? Adams family properties? 
I don't know. Just any other oh, like oh, Adam Family any... show. Oh, I yeah. thought you meant the actual show Adam Family Values. And I was no. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I don't think yeah, you, you know the right. '90s sitcom Family <laughs> Matters. Yeah, Adam yeah. Family Matters. It's, uh, it's Jenna Ortega and Steve Urkel. And, uh, <laughs> and their oh, best Lord friend is uh, the Fresh Prince. Yeah, I, I, I know that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, my um, we watched it recently, and it's I guess kind of a Thanksgiving esque show because there's pilgrims, but it is a good show, and I highly recommend going and checking out Wednesday. It'll make you, like I said, kind of be like, oh man, the Adams family is awesome. Like. I totally forgot there was a cultural like kind of buzz or hype or movement, whatever you want to call it, with the Adams family back yeah, in the huge day. One. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool, very cool property. And I was very excited to like it as much as I did because I was yeah. afraid that I wouldn't like it quite as much as I actually did. Yeah, it's it's on my list. So that kind of I definitely you just put that onto the short list for sure. Yeah. First season, you know, only one season out so far. But Ned, real fast, let's let's dive into a Traveler's Log segment. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, we've got a, a nice little email from Zoe, um, and I just wanted to give it a shout out, kind of talking about Season 3, Episode 18, The New Frontier, which is the episode with the Banana Man, B- who Banana freaking Man. is voiced by Weird Al, which, again, so annoyed with yeah, myself so about I, I, we, we didn't that. pick up on that. No, I know. But she basically says, uh, this episode speaks to me as someone with anxiety. The whole episode finished trying so hard to get um, to prevent this thing from happening, Jake's death. He worries that uh, he's worrying about it too much and does so much in his power, does all that he can in his power to avoid this from happening. However, through his actions related to these worries, he causes an event to happen where Jake's dreams almost come true. In the end, the episode when Finn is talking about the sun and Jake reminds him that the sun is in the sky and not actually on the horizon, I think this is the lesson I learned from the episode, which is these scary events aren't as close as they seem to be, just as the sun isn't close to us as the horizon, but is actually very far away from the solar system or in the solar system. Jake's death is something that will happen as everyone dies, but Finn isn't re- or Finn isn't realizing that it probably isn't happening in the near future. Sometimes we get ourselves so worked up over things, and we forget that cherishing the things that we already have and cherishing the moment is what's important. That's that's what I got. Thanks again for your thoughts and work, uh, DJ Bmo Z. Which ooh, what a name! Ooh, good one, Zoe. I like that. Zoe, wow. do we, are we? Do, are you going to be a featured guest at some point? <laughs> Maybe they're just <laughs> Maybe. a, a With, consistent like DJ such... on a traveler's log. Yeah, this is great. Oh man, no, I love it, Zoe. I love that because honest to God, like we do our like deep thoughts and you know that's what we get out of the show. And it's fun to think about Adventure Time in the bigger scope of life. And so having like traveler's logs like that when other people are thinking the same way and and seeing real life concepts, very cool, uh, played out. I was like, oh man, I'm I'm have not dealt with a lot of uh, a lot of like mental struggles or anxiety, I should say specifically. I I I don't tend to be an anxious person. So that's really cool to hear your thoughts on that. Because yeah, we can talk to me that, about that you know, one. <laughs> uh but I wouldn't have picked up on that, you know. Russell don't be No, don't I, be I think that's really rad. And I think 
as a that was kind of a throw off in my mind at the end of the episode, the little bit about yeah. the sun not being on the horizon. We totally overlooked it. Perhaps that truly is the lesson of that episode. And I think, you know, I kind of wish we had seen that. But again, that's why I want to do the Traveler's Lock thing, because I love when y'all point out something that maybe should have been obvious or could have been obvious had we been thinking of it from that perspective. Um, and thank you for sharing about your own personal anxiety and all that. And the PS at the end of this um, Traveler's Log segment is that I actually put one of the stickers, so we sent her stickers, and she had sent us a review. If, if you don't know about the stickers, do a review on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, rate us, whatever you can do to help the podcast. Let us know you did it, and we'll send you stickers. And she put one of the stickers on her car to see if it would hold up, and it has... Great oh, quality yeah. stickers for sure. Smiley face. Awesome. So, y'all go get your stickers. Let us know you've done the thing. And yeah, I want to ship to, them out. Shout out to Sticker Mule. No, uh, we're not getting any money from them. But like, man, if they're holding up on cars, <laughs> yeah. go buy your stickers from them. Because they, yeah, they, they came in. That's sweet. Crispy clean. They came in super great quality. Yeah. Well, you can also check us out on Instagram at Neverending Adventure Podcast, TikTok at Neverending Adventure Cast, Twitter at NEA underscore podcast. Email us your thoughts, your opinions to that traveler's log at nea.travelerslog at gmail.com. And yeah, hit us up for stickers. And your, looking forward get to your stick on. Get your stick on. Looking forward to mm-hmm. next week, Ned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we actually no wrapping up for that one. What do you mean? What do you mean to wrap it up? For no flame princess. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We're not wrapping it up next week. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not that funny. I don't know why I keep bringing it back up. No, I mean, <laughs> that's I'm glad that it was just funny wasn't one, three times. I'm glad that wasn't uh, one of your lessons there. So. No, not at all. That was good. All right. I loved you guys. All right. Party forever. Party forever.